0: Likute Sikhas in Chelik Vav, in the Sikha base, the second Sikha, in the portion of Ayakil. In this Sikha, the Rebbe explains a seemingly very difficult Rashi, which is uh, difficult to understand at the first glance. And the Rebbe explains how the Rashi is very. Clear and explains and answers a very important question that arises in the uh, order and in the meaning of the verses that we learn in the beginning of the parsha of Yaakov, and also later on the Rebbe will learn from this uh, from these pesukim a very important lesson in the service of Hashem. The uh, posik uh, is the um, uh, beginning, uh, the, the, the Vayakhil begins. First, the Torah tells us that Moshe Rabbeinu gathered the entire Jewish community is called as B'na Yisroel and he introduces it by saying, asher Hashem This is what Hashem said to say, and then And Rashi explains that what does it mean, Hashem, this is what Hashem has said. So Rashi says, Li to me, Leymar Lachem, for me to say to you. So what is Rashi really saying over here? Seems like uh, this is what the Pasik is saying, this is what Hashem has said, Rashi is saying, Hashem told me to say to you. of course, Moshe Rabbeinu was on the har. Hashem spoke to him. Hashem gave him the instruction. And that's what Hashem told him to say to the people. So what is Rashi saying over here? Now this comes after the introduction What it says, And first he tells them in a general way, These are what... Hashem has commanded to do them, and then he starts off in Pasuk Beis in Gimel with the uh, prohibition against doing work on Shabbos. That even the um, building of the Mishkan doesn't override the Shabbos. After that, in Pasuk Dalid, the Pasuk again says, asher <laughs> So the Rebbe is going to explain what Rashi is coming to ask over here is, and to explain over here is, why would there be another posik dalid what we're learning, saying, <laughs> that Moshe says to the Ta'ib Nei Yisrael Lamer to say to them, That this is what Hashem told me to tell you. But he already introduced it before the Malacha of Shabbos. It says already that Moshe Rabbeinu gathered them and told them this is what Hashem said to do them. It doesn't really look like that saying was just for the keeping of the Shabbos. And now he gives another introduction for the rest of the work of the Mishkan which he's coming to say over here. Because it's... Seems like the entire purpose of the Vayakil was for the point of giving over to the Bnei Yisrael the command of the Mishkan and as introduction about Shabbos. So, why would the Torah write another posik in Dalit by Yemen called Das Yisrael Lamer that Moshe says to the entire community, This is what Hashem told me to say after already being, it's said earlier, right in the beginning of the parsha in Pasik Aleph, and it says, Eila la'si so, so Rashi is coming to tell them, Rashi is saying, this is why the Pasik says, over here, that Moshe Rabbeinu is basically saying to them, the Rebbe learns Rashi, that this is what Hashem told me to say to you, which means that it's only you that I have to say about doing the Mishkan. This is specifically ordered by HaKadosh Baruch Hu, that I myself should not be part of the Mishkan. And it's Li, lemer Lachem, just to tell you to do so. And that's why it has been separated from the previous command of Hashem. Lech in the beginning. Moshe tells them, this is what Hashem said to do, that's for everybody, that's for Moshe Rabbeinu too, keeping Shabbos is for Moshe Rabbeinu too but in this case, Moshe is saying something which only the Bnei Yisrael are commanded and he not and that's why he's saying this is what Hashem told me to do to you now the Rebbe doesn't say this, the following I'm saying now in the Sikha, but it also would seem that Moshe Rabbeinu wanted to take away suspicion from himself because he's telling the Bnei Yisrael what to do, and he himself isn't going to do so. And the Rebbe quotes from the Parshas Pekuda in Rashi over there, which Rashi clearly said that Moshe didn't have any part in the Mishkan. And the Rebbe said, not only did he not have a part in the construction of the Mishkan, but it means also he didn't have a part, he didn't give anything to the Mishkan. And I guess the people would have a question, they would say, how come? Moshe Rabbeinu, you're telling us to bring. Why aren't you bringing yourself? So Moshe Rabbeinu, in his introduction, tells them right away, This is what Hashem told me to tell you specifically that I should not do it. And therefore, that is the reason why I'm telling you to do it is because I've been told just to tell it to you and not myself. And that's why the Pasuk separates it over here. And the Rebbe is going to learn a whole heroin, a boy Hashem, uh, Why is it targeted that Moshe Rabbeinu was exempted from this particular command? Everything else, Moshe Rabbeinu told the Bnei Yisrael, he is included. How come he's not included in the Mishkan? And also, the Rebbe is going to explain how come Moshe Rabbeinu wasn't upset that he wasn't part of it, that Hashem didn't tell him to take a part in it. And and the Rebbe is going to explain that Moshe Rabbeinu's level is on a higher level than the Mishkan. And because he was on a higher level of the Mishkan, there was nothing to feel bad about and he didn't do the Mishkan because his level was Torah, which is beyond Mishkan. And yet the Rebbe learned that notwithstanding the fact that he was on a higher level, he is the one that must command it. To the people who have to build the Mishkan, and the Rebbe learns from this that even a person who devotes his life to the study of Torah, which may be at a higher level than the level of being involved in building the Mishkan, but yet he must make sure to transmit and be part by teaching, and educating, and telling the people how they should build the Mishkan, just like Moshe Rabbeinu. And also, just to add to this, is also not mentioned the Sikha. But it seems like the actual raising and building of the Mishkan itself, that was actually done by Moshe, as we read in the end of Parshas Prakute. So notwithstanding that the regular gifts and the regular building, but the actual standing up, seems like it's his Torah learning that was able to raise the Mishkan in the end. Again, that's not a thought that is in the Sikha directly, but just I'm mentioning that. But now we'll do the Sikha inside. So we're doing Vayakel, Cheilin, <laughs> vov so siha base in i self in pasik by Yomer muishem goimer za Dover she civ hashem leimer so the pasik says this is what hashem has told me to say sagt rashi so rashi says za adover she civ hashem li leimer lachem this is what hashem has told me to say to you. So this is our a parashim, hey, posik, dalad. So, this would seem almost a unnecessary Rashi. What does it mean? Posik says, this is what Hashem told me to say. Rashi says, this is what Hashem told me to say to you. So, lennem Me Farshim, the Rebbe references here the Gur Ariei and the Rebellion of Mizrahi, the Ram, that as Rashi Ardo, so the Meforshim, they explain what is Rashi's problem over here. The Rashi is coming to answer. The Rashi in Ardo from Pashto's Loshna Kosuv is Mashma. From the simple language of the verse, it appears as the Zehadov Hashem says, This, Hashem is saying, this is the words that you say, that Hashem has t- telled, said. Lamer, to say. That means that the words that Moshe Rabbeinu exactly is using, the way he's giving over the words to the Bnei Yisrael, are the words that Hashem used to him. Heis, this means that the Eibishter had Moshe, that Hashem commanded Moshe, Erzol di losh. Hashem told him to say to the Jews in this language take from you truma that's the language that the Pasik continues over here later on so the Pasik says take from amongst yourself a separation for a raising and a separation for hashem so that is the problem if this is what hashem said it doesn't really fit so therefore, it becomes difficult. This is how the commentators are explaining, but Rashi has a problem in the Pasik. The <inaudible> from Rebbes to given Hashem's command to uh, Hashem's command to Moshe was in Nizdar <inaudible> given When Hashem was speaking to Moshe, the command was said in a language of v'yikhu truma talking in a third person language, they shall Hashem is saying to Moshe that they shall take for me, they referring to the Bnei Yisrael <inaudible> Hashem wasn't saying in a direct way, take from amongst you, because, which is a which is uh, so the language of the Yichul Meitchem is a language of present Loshen and the Loshen of the Yichuli the Hashem said it, as we learned earlier in the Parshas Truma. We learned in the beginning of Truma there it's in a language of a third party Loshen Nister. So how does the pasuk say? This is what Hashem has said. As does this Bidiuk, exactly zayin and from Ebrushton are the words of Hashem? How could we read that's not exactly the words from Hashem? And the far we also we find that the and zeh uh, referring to uh, exactly so. There's also saying the Sikh over here, but the mafarshim learn that what Rashi was troubled is why the change, how could it be that it starts off saying this is what Hashem said and then He says it in a language of present when that's not exactly the way Hashem says, said it. Now, in the Sikh itself the Rebbe says that Hashem didn't say it in the because that's the way we see in the beginning of the Pasha Truma the Pasuk there says Truma but in the Gaur'aryei, in the commentary of the Gaur'aryei, he says a general statement, not specifically about this truma, but he says that Hashem did not speak to the Jewish people in a direct way, in the Losh Neuchach, and the Rebbe takes issue with that, because the Rebbe points out many, many Psukim in the Haaret 3, in which we do find Losh Neuchach. But nevertheless... In this case, it seems clearly that Hashem's command came in a loshen nister ve'yichuli. And Moshe Rabbeinu is saying, k'chum And yet he begins it with ze'ah This is exactly what Hashem said. So the Mefarshim say, this is what Rashi is coming to answer. The of Rashi. So what Rashi is saying is like this. Ze'ah li and le'mer lochem. That we have to basically split up the Pusik as if it's in two parts. Ze'ah Dover HaShetsiva Hashem Li, one and Lamer Lechet Azder Ze'ah Dover HaShetsiva Hashem is Li this is what Hashem has told me and it's actually not what I'm telling you he's saying this is what Hashem has told me so he could have told them this is what Hashem has told me maybe he said the language but Unaz Batzitzach Nitzum Lamer but this is not Apply to what I'm telling you. And does meant take the tzivui the yichuli truma beloshen neymar, the beloshen nister? He says this is what Hashem told me, and he, he's actually telling them what Hashem the yichuli truma. And later on, when the Apostle says zador shivashem li lemer, to say is anayirinian. This is something new. This is a new subject. I have to tell you, not this, I have to tell you, what I have to tell you, is the same, same context, same idea, I have to tell you, I have to tell I'm telling you, take it with him. So he basically them, this is what Hashem told me they shall take from me. And I'm telling you, Lamar, to say to you, I'm saying to you, itchem, truma, that you shall take from you. This is how they want to explain Rashi. But the Rebbe doesn't uh, like this interpretation for several reasons. And the Rebbe explains like this, that this interpretation is not very smooth. Aleph, number one, even if we would have said, as if we would say that it means exactly this is the word that Hashem told me to say to you. So he's actually saying, I'm saying to you that exactly what Hashem told me. That still would not mean, that would not have to mean, that Hashem said to this language, take from them. Even though He introduces by saying, his by saying this exactly, in what Hashem has said, still it doesn't mean that He's telling them that this is exact Losh. Because the simple meaning when you say this is the matter is not the This word doesn't mean that this is the exact word, that this is the exact language for That's not really what it's saying here. Nor as is the But this is rather this is the matter. It's not a word, it's not za These are the words, the same exact word. Dover means a matter, it's the item, it's the idea. So the first question is, the Rebbe doesn't feel that this would be a problem to begin with. And number two, the Rebbe says, that Rashi wrote his commentary in a very simple language, in such a way as that even a five-year-old who studies Chumash, Zofarstein Kavona, would understand his intention, the meaning. This commentary is not contained in the simple language of Rashi. This whole thing that this is the Lee. And Lemur Lochem is something else. Should have Rashi? He should have added, he should have written. I should tell you, I should I should tell you, I should tell you, I I should tell you, in the Ha'orev 5, the Rebbe points to another place in Rashi, in the beginning of Parshas Matis, in the second comment over there, um, Rashi seems to also, um, seems to go along with the with the Piresh, that when it says, as it says in our Pesach, this is the matter, um, that it means specifically, this is the matter, because over there we're talking about annulling vows, uh, and we know that a sage does the language of Hatora, uh he's Matir Dneder, as opposed to a chacham, which is Matir the nether. Matir the nether means he knows it from the beginning. Uh, he finds a uh, Pesach haroto. The Loshan which talks about the Av over there, is a Loshan Haforo. And Rashi comments over there that a Chokha must use the Loshan uh, HaToro. And the um, the Baal, or the father, uses of hafora and if not, as Rashi said, it's not uh, modern, it's not mufar. So over there, we see that the language of Zahad Dover is actually precise, meaning exactly the lotion the way it's in the Pasik, as Rashi says. It has to be like the Pasik. So Zahad Dover does mean exactly the wording. But it's different. The wording over there, as the Rebbe explains, because over there, it's part of the item we're talking about. The hatara and the is the davar. That's not just, it's a different thing. And the Torah says you have to have it in this matter and not in the other matter. It's not Zeha Dabar, this is the word. Even though the zahadover there is not translated this word and that's how we know it, which means zahadover. this is the matter. But the matter depends on what you use. The Lashon of Natara means that you're from the beginning and Aforah means that it's you are now. But in any event, uh, the Rebbe says that Rashi doesn't have to Learn that zahadovar over here means this exact wording, and that's why Rashi, Rashi didn't have a problem in the first place. That's the first question of Rashi on, on, on this commentary, and the second question, Rashi is not clear, so therefore we have to learn a different, uh, a different meaning. And the Rebbe is going to explain that Rashi is bothered by something totally different, and uh, Rashi is bothered, and the Rebbe is going to explain why does the Torah have to repeat a second time that Zaha Dovarashiva Hashem Lamer when already introduced it in the beginning of the parsha with Vaidabir Hashem and the Rebbe is going to learn what Rashi means, Le lamer Lachem means to me to tell you, but I don't have to do that. That's what Rashi is coming to say over here. Let's do guys base inside. Is the beer in them? The explanation is that on neighbor the beginning of the subject begins with Vayakil Moshe's Koladaz Bnei Yisrael. Moshe gathered the entire community of the Bnei Yisrael. Isn't Pashto's given? So, what was the simple purpose? Was B'kday Ibritz Gem Eden the Mtsiv Mishkan in order to transmit to the Jews the command for the work of the Mishkan? the only thing, given, but he, before telling them the actual work of the Mishkan, he made an introduction. It was like a by the way, it's like in a, in a parenthesis. So in a parenthesis, he says, as of Shabbos, to warn them about Shabbos, in order to instruct them, as that the work of the Mishkan does not push away, does not override the Shabbos. So, based on this, it makes sense to say, After the first posse, in the second posse, it says, These are the things that Hashem commanded to do them, which is followed by the command of Shabbos. So, he didn't mean with this only... The instruction for Shabbos. But he also meant the instruction of the work of the Mishkan. When he says these are the matters that Hashem commanded to do them, he wasn't just talking about Shabbos, he was talking also about the Mishkan work. And the Rebbe says in the brackets. On the contrary, it would seem that this mainly is referencing the work of the Mishkan. This was the purpose of the Vayakil, was to to instruct them about the Mishkot. Not about Shabbos, just to say, by the way, in the prince, you can't do it on Shabbos. But if that's the case, it becomes difficult. So why did he tell them again? This is what Hashem instructed. He's already told them that these are the words that Hashem said. And the Rebbe says, we'll go even further. Even if you want to squeeze and you want to learn, that that only is talking about the warning of Shabbos and it actually does not go to M'lachas Mishkan. still isn't it moving, it's not understood. since before, he was already telling them things that HaShem said, so let's say he only told them about Shabbos, but that's still the words of HaShem. so then it's not fitting to say, this is what HaShem said. From what is from which it's understood that, that only this that Hashem commanded. At the time that we know also the previous words are also words that Hashem has commanded. So even if you say that the previous command only goes on Shabbos, but why would we say here this is what Hashem said when the other things were also said before are also words of Hashem. Move on. How come the word the word lamer says specifically in our verse? These are the words that Hashem said. There too Hashem told him to give it to the Yid, to tell it to the Jews. And still, there doesn't say the word Lamer. Pasik just says, um, Pasik says over there that Eilad Vormash Tivash Ablaasi Soisom. It doesn't say Lemur over there. Now the Rebbe doesn't say it here in the Sikha, but it's interesting in the beginning of this Pasik Dalit that we're talking about, Pasik says like this. So here is the regular, like, Vayemur Moshe of Bnei and um, that is probably to give over the generation, like the regular Yehimer Moshe Lamer. But Abba Hashem, Lamer, that was that is Lamer Neisroel. Now here is Yehimer Moshe that Neisroel Lamer. actually doesn't explain over here exactly what the Lamer is. Um, um, uh, maybe to tell those everybody was there, who's there to, now, who wasn't there, to, who's the Lamer. I mean that's another subject, not not connected to here. But over here when it says Zeh Adover Shetiv Hashem. Lamer, what well, we said, when well, it's talking about Hashem said to say, but why doesn't it say before that Hashem said to say? Uh, so basically, the Rebbe explains in this base, that this whole pasuk, uh, whether the whole need of the pasuk, and the pasuk saying Zehadover, and saying over here the word Lamer seems to not be so fitting after we have the first pasuk that it says without the leber, so the Rebbe is going to explain now in Oiz Gimel that this is actually a unique one, a new command because this is a command where Hashem tells Moisha that the only command is to tell the Bnei Yisrael to say that he is exempt Oiz them is Rashi so this is why Rashi explains as those was Oiz Gittelt that Moshe had separated and said dover, nor, says, this is the matter what's so unique about this why is this special from the previous statement in which the warning of Shabbos is mentioned is as Zafar, far, the reason for that is, was by or Why, here, one thing this matter is that Tzivu given, This is what to say, and you know, over here, laymer doesn't mean just to transmit it. On Pirushe is li, Lemur, Lachem is for me to say to you. Which means that Tzivu, if Shabbos is given, Oyuk Tzimashun Gufa. The command for Shabbos was also to Moshe, the general command of Shabbos, even though in this case they shouldn't do the work, and Moshe is not doing the work, but the general command of Shabbos applies to Moshe too. But that specific command, der as opposed to the instruction, for doing the Mishkan is given blayzli Lee was only to Moishe to say to you, as Moishe zol zogun zu Eden, azei az zol machen dem Mishkon. Lee, to me, Lamer, to say to you, It's not the other one is not Lamer, the other one is for me too. But in this case, the Lamer means to say to you and not for himself. And Moishe zol zogun zu Eden, azei az zol machen dem Obel era alem, but Moshe himself is of them not given mitzvah. Moshe himself was not instructed. A gewaltic the way the rabbi is learning here, the taij of lamer. Always, the rabbi is learning, not lamer just means to transmit, but the rabbi is learning at an emphasis only to transmit, but to, for the exclusion of oneself. That's the meaning of the lamer, lamer of him. Tell them, but you yourself are exempt. Now that we see and we're learning that God specifically exempted Moshe, not only exempted, said Moshe, you not. He says, the Ibn Yisrael, yeah, you not, by saying, za Shivashem, Li to tell you, just you do it. So we can understand was the is That's what we understand was Rashi Rashi later on says in Pekudei, Imperial Lama post Rashi says, so Moshe did not do any work in the Mishkan. And as the Rebbe, uh debates in Ha'orah 10, whether it means that he didn't do any work, crafts work, and creation, formation of the different vessels and garments, and things that the Moshiach Mishkan, or it means that he didn't do the Moshiach. Uh, of which is called malacha, which is the bringing of the gifts to the Mishkan, which the Torah refers to as Malacha. And the Rebbe decides that the Pashtus is mashma that Moshe didn't do any malacha that Rashi is saying over here, Rashi means to say that he didn't do any work, meaning he didn't even bring anything to the Mishkan. But now we understand, but vilkhayru tomuah, but it seems it would seem it's very surprising how could it possibly be that Moshe should not fulfill God's command mm-hmm. should says take from amongst you truma, that they should uh, provide they should give and he didn't fulfill their obligation again and the Rebbe learns that the obligation is um, that Moshe that Rabbeinu didn't do anything, not even any gifts that he didn't give, that the Meloche, it's Rashi, that he didn't do a Meloche, not only didn't do any physical work over there, but he didn't do any contribution, when Hashem says to give contribution, Abarapia and is this movement, but based on the above, it's understood, the says, tell you, as the Eden Zomach and the Mishkon, the wanted them to make the Mishkan, but as Moisheh Nishgitarton, Moshe wasn't allowed to do it, because it's their job to do the Mishkan. But, so now, in in, in Dala, the Rebbe is going to address, so why takia? So we need to understand, um, okay, the told him so, but why was Taka Moisheh Rabbeinu exempt, and the Mishkan was supposed to be made by others, and not through Moshe Rabbeinu, he wasn't allowed to make the Mishkan. And, we also don't find that he felt bad about it, and the Reb is going to explain because Moshe Rabbeinu's uh, level is higher than the Mishkan, and there was nothing for him to feel that bad about. Let's see Noiz Um but that itself requires explanation. Why actually was the command for the work of the Mishkan only just to tell it to them to the not as all other mitzvahs. Which Moshe was commanded on them as well. So that's a question on the God, on but we also need to understand how come Moshe didn't have any uh, weakness of mind how come he didn't feel bad Rashi says he didn't do any work we don't find that he felt bad and by Aaron uh, not as we find by Aaron and Rashi brings down, in the beginning of B'halo Yitzcha, as B'halo Yitzchah, that he felt bad, that he felt bad, because when the prince of each tribe, brought the Corbonus, for the inauguration of the uh, Mishkan, beginning with Aleph Nisan, and he didn't take a part of it, not him and not his tribe, and she tells him, okay, you're getting B'halo you're Shilchah as Rashi says over there, but, still, we see that he felt bad why didn't Moshe Rabbeinu at least feel bad? the Rebbe actually quotes from the Medrash Tanchumo which does say that Moshe Rabbeinu did feel bad for not participating but uh, the fact that Rashi doesn't bring it down in his commentary on the Torah uh, is mashma that in the simple level of the Pshat makes sense to say that um, he he did not he did not feel bad about it, and that's going to be based upon because he wasn't commanded. So, although Rashi does bring down from the Tanchuma over there in in the parsha's Pikude in Perik Lamet Gimel in Perik Lametes Pasuk Lamet Gimel, Rashi does bring down that he didn't do any melacha. That's why Hashem left him uh, to uh, pick up the Mishkan, but. Um, but we don't find that he was feeling bad about it. Um, and the um, Tachoma says he felt bad, but Rashi doesn't say that. According to Rashi, as the Rebbe says, it's Mashma that Hitaka didn't feel bad. And the reason he didn't feel bad, because Hashem told him not to do so. But still, why didn't he feel bad? And Rashi doesn't bring it down, means that he didn't feel bad. Aaron did feel bad. So the Rebbe's question is, how come it didn't feel bad? How come Tashem told him not to do so? And how come it didn't feel bad? In Haor, in Ha'or 13, the Rabbi gives an answer in the simple meaning, and in the pnim in the Sicha, the Rabbi gives a meaning in the, in the Pneum Yishayonim, in the inner meaning of the, of the matters. In the Haor 13, the Rabbi explains that the, the command of Osulim Migdash to make a sanctuary, that was, uh, as Rashi explained, in Kisi Salamed Gimel Paseg Yud Aleph, that that was after Hakodesh Baruch Hu agreed to forgive the Jewish people and he was appeased, he told him to make a Migdash. So that means that in the beginning, after they sinned with the Egel. They were in a level in which Rashi bring down. They were sort of excommunicated by Hashem. Hashem didn't want anything to do with them, so to speak. And therefore, after the atonement, they were told, Make me the sanctuary of Yishakanti meaning that Hashem says, I'm going to be with you again. And therefore, by Moishud in which we learned, that after the eagle, it says, before him, Kippur, it says, and he put it away from the Machaneh. And over there, Rashi brings down that the Shmok of Shekhinah was by Moshua Rabbeinu's oil, Moyet by his tent, and Komov Hashem would come to Moshua Rabbeinu outside the Machaneh. So he didn't need the Vosulim Mikdosh because he had the base of Mikdosh all along. That's in the, that's in the Pshat. But the Rebbe explains inside the Pneum is the Bneum, then the Pneum is in Yonim and in the interminer things. In Yonu shil Moshe is Torah. Moshe Rabbeinu's aspect is Torah. The Rebbe references the Gemara Shabbos in Peites Aleph in which the Torah was called on Moshe Rabbeinu's name, Zichru Torah Smeish Avdi, as the homosid is nefesh that Moshe Rabbeinu had against the angels when he had to get up the Torah by Matan Torah. So, that means that Moshe Rabbeinu, uh, his main union is Torah. He was not allowed to occupy himself with the words of the Mishkan, uh, because Bedugma, similar to Kolshkim Adina, certainly from Kolshkim from the Alocha, as Ein Mevatlin to Nekeisha Beis Rabba LeBinyan that we are not allowed to the Alocha is that we are not allowed to waste the time of children learning Torah the teachers. Uh, home, uh, even for the building of the base hamigdash. So somebody who's studying Torah is not uh, allowed to um, sort of do the uh, be busy with the melechus hamishkan. Uh, is similar to what we also say that uh, the melechus hamishkan doesn't override uh, the uh, the Shabbos. And as discussed earlier in the SIGHA, in this Aleph, towards the end of the SIGHA, they're ever discussed the connection between Shabbos and Torah. So, but basically, because Moshe Rabbeinu is Torah, Torah is hired in the Mishkan, you can't waste the time of the children for Torah, you, don't, you can't do it on Shabbos because it's a higher level than even the building of the base of since Moshe did not need to do the work of the Mishkan because he was hired in the Mishkan, therefore, it doesn't follow, therefore, that he wouldn't have... Um, feel bad about it because he didn't he didn't do it not because of losing out, but because he was hired. But the Rebbe is gonna point out in Ois that on the notwithstanding the fact that Moshe Rabbeinu didn't actually build the Mishkan, he did raise it in the end, but he didn't build the Mishkan, he didn't have a part. But nevertheless, he's the one that instructed and taught everybody else what they need to do. Nevertheless, although the work for the Mishkanot Moshe Nidgid Arfton, he didn't have to do. He had, he had the command to tell it to them. He began to transmit, to give over to the Jews those portions of the Torah that discuss about the work of the Mishkanot. As Rabbi points out, and simply you can say that's Torah. Uh, part of Torah is the Melech Mishkan. but still he is telling them that how to build the Mishkan. the <inaudible> for Hashem li. Furthermore, the entire purpose—why did Hashem tell me? Was the Rebbe still gizok the parshiyus? Tell from Torah to Moshe. Why did Hashem tell Moshe this section of the Torah is given to Lib Lemer Lachem? Is because to tell you. And um, had it not been for that purpose, from the parashat, or to motion, also to motion, these portions would not have been said. The one is, what is the destruction of this? There are Jews with and matze, because of their situation, say they are able to, because they are able to, they need to, and they need to be, that Torah is their craft, that's what they do for, their job is learning Torah. Darfens they listen, they need to. However, no, as chodesh they in yenis Torah. Although their aspect is Torah, v'smitzad them darfens they because of that, they don't need to occupy themselves with. Mit with the work of sorting out to go and make from physical matters gold, copper, and silver. A sanctuary of Hashem. They don't have to take care of that. And the reason is because Torah is higher than this. Rebbe adds in the Rebbe in the footnote 18, that not only do they have to. Preoccupied himself. It could be it's a prohibition against them. So the Rebbe brings down several sources, uh, and the Rebbe questions um, whether one, what situations one needs to stop learning or is allowed to stop learning, and Isaac mitzvah and But the Rebbe says that this is not the place to discuss the whole thing. But nevertheless, the work. Of the Avedis Abirurim to transfer from gashmis um, to ruchnis is not their job. They don't do that, and the reason is is because Torah is in a higher level. And so they may think as an avotza that they are exempt from spreading Torah. If them that's why we have the instruction as in lemer lachem that saying to you to them. Shem Tobin said to you, that to tell before Yidin, to give them over a portion of the Torah, they too are obligated. Specifically, when they occupy themselves giving over to them, to dedicate themselves to teach Torah to other Jews, they too help the support of the heaven in their own study. As we'd it will be added to them in quantity. B'kamos, nachel ki Torah, more portions of Torah. As we'd say, and it also adds to their quality in the chelki Torah v'zehobmishin, in those parts of Torah that they already have. So, v'el makabenzay dinyonul amitosum, they will uh, be able to accurately, um, uh, correctly understand. And direct their uh, their minds to the things the way they are in truth. Bisevel Mas, to the extent that they were able to reach, and understand, grasp these matters. also as they are in their root. Quoting from the biyud haszayer here, the Rebbe brings down in order twenty one of kol tamid chochem that when you put an effort in Torah, the uh, the heights that one can reach. The dogmas which is given by Moshe, similar to what took place by Motion, as to leave Lamer Lachem, that the cause he has to teach them, to say to you, is given Nitnur li. It wasn't only that Hashem instructed to me, which was Dibur, God showed it to him also. He actually visualized also as that they showed to Moshe these matters as they are above. This is Messichus Shabbos Parshas Vayakil and Shabbos Parshas Pekude in the year of Toshin Lamed.